just maybe I shouldn't say this to start off the show, but we're going to have a little bit of content. Car- maybe I shouldn't say this to start off the show, but we're going to have a little bit of car content tonight. I'll be honest, I'm traveling. I'm on the road. Uh, I might sound a little bit different. I'm on technically my original Audio Technica mic from back in the day. Uh, so, in a hotel room. So, I'm not in my studio. This is kind of like really old, no driving gloves. And of course, we have Derek on the other side of the mic. Yes. We'll just I'm, quickly ask him how he's doing. I'm here, and I should sound exactly the same because I still am using all the same equipment from when we started this podcast six years ago. So, yes. And I've even sent him links for new stuff. But more about that after this. So, you want to talk about cars? Welcome to No Driving Gloves, the Car Talk Authority, where experience, knowledge, and controversy share the same seat. Enjoy the ride. Now your hosts, John and Derek. This is an episode for the listeners. Derek and I are going to talk a little bit about some of the stuff we've done or didn't do, but we also want to talk to all of you out there, or actually, we just want to talk to you out there and get some feel- feeling and some input. It's going to be a shorter episode, longer than our short episodes, but shorter than our long episodes. Boy, I really wanted to say that. That's almost scripted. Derek, is there anything right away that you want to jump into, or are we just going to roll with the flow? I don't want to take over the show. I had a lot of chatting last week. Well, that's because you, as we admitted in the beginning of the episode, I think it was, I never got into car audio that much. So you were the expert on that episode, and I just added what I could. But going back to the intro to this episode today, it's called Frugal, John. I'm frugal, okay? Uh, if, if as, as your parents would say, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. Why do I need to spend more money on a different microphone when this one's not broke? It just has a couple issues every now and then with, you know, not making my headphones work or not coming through to your end, you know, but when it works good, it works good. Because the whole reason I got into automotive restoration or podcasting or woodworking is gear acquisition. I enjoy buying the tools. I don't enjoy using them. I enjoy buying them. Yeah, you don't. You know the fastest way to become a millionaire in the automotive world. No, that's in the racing world. It's in any world. Start as a billionaire. 
quickest way to make a million dollars in racing is to start with two. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't really have anything to just jump right into. I don't think, John. No, I well, we're we're kind of kind of look back over the last year some of our personal things that we wanted to do that we feel we may have had shortcomings that are automotive related or podcast related. Uh, we're going to get into goals and stuff next year, but we thought we'd do this one now because we want to reach out to you and we want your critiques on no driving gloves. If you've noticed, we've really changed up the show. We came into this year with certain goals and aspirations and an idea, and it never came to fruition. We decided that wasn't going to work. It just didn't fit into the workflow. It didn't. It would fit into a podcast. It just doesn't fit into no driving gloves. And then Derek and I started to hit on all 12 cylinders a couple of weeks ago when we started to go, heck with this, we're doing no driving gloves as the gloves off approach to the automotive hobby. And I also try to do no driving gloves as the car podcast for everybody. So we want it relatable to you and your family. We want something that when you're driving, your spouse enjoys, whether it be your wife or your husband or, you know, we have female listeners. I think our, our, we skew 18% women, uh, 72% men for our fans and listeners. It's amazing what kind of data you can get on people anymore. So, but we want we want that feedback, you know. When t- we tried looking for a female co-host, and nobody ever wanted to step up. We tried playing with a couple other co-hosts, and nothing just jived like Derek and I, or Will, Derek and I. And Will's just off in his own world now. I don't even think we could get him back. I don't think he's affordable. So, where do you see? where we can improve Derek or what would you like to hear from the listeners to help, to help you get an idea of how we can improve? Oh, that's a good question, John. Great one to start with. Uh, you know, I mean, I think improvement wise, you know, I think like you already said, we've, we've now gotten back to what no driving gloves was initially about what you approached will and I, with as the idea of a gloves off approach sitting down talking knowing that it needed to be family friendly and and sometimes you know we do slip a little bit out of the family friendly but not that far you know i think kids can still overhear the podcast and it not be where parents are like oh oh lord they oh, the kids can't listen to this that's you know i think that's one of the things that make us a bit unique in the automotive podcast landscape because a lot of the other ones I listen to, uh, you know, or, or maybe listen in on every now and then, uh, there's, there's a lot of stuff I wouldn't want my kids to hear. So, you know, I, I like that we're getting back to being 
maybe sometimes brutally honest. And I think next year is going to open that up even further uh, because John and I both have some, some big plans for next year, uh, both with the podcast and in our personal lives and being, being more brutally honest and, and talking about our uh, expertise in the automotive history, restoration, conservation, hobby, industry, landscape uh, is going to be key to a lot of the things that are going to happen next year for No Driving Gloves and uh, John and myself. So, you know, and I think, so I think all that being said, what I would love to hear from listeners is what topics they want us to tackle. Do they want more current, present day, and you know, future-looking discussions of the auto industry? Do they want more, you know, historic information from the show outside of it happened today? Because that's a fantastic short that we're doing now. And you know, great they, feedback on that. Great. That's that is awesome. Um, and you know, do they, and, you know, John and I talked a little bit pre-show, you know, we, we thought about doing more interviews, but it's not necessarily what this podcast is about. There's a lot of other automotive podcasts out there that every week they have an interview with someone in the auto industry or an author in automotive news, media history, whatever. So you can go, we don't want to hear the same thing that's on every other podcast out there that does interviews. When we've tried to do interviews in the past and when you were talking family friendly, it popped into my head. I remember episode 133, we interviewed Matt Farah uh, from Smoking Tire and we told him before the show, we try to keep it family friendly and we try not to cuss and his comment was how's that working for you and then of course the co-host at the time uh he cussed more than farrah did and throughout the episode and i just you know so for a while we thought we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and cuss a little bit but no i there's something about being able to converse and have a conversation without cussing. So we do try to keep it family friendly that way. And when we do choose interviews, we try to choose inter- interview subjects that you might not have heard from. And the last interview I did, I was not very happy with. Um, personally, it has been a while since I did an interview, and I don't think I was a great interviewer. Uh, when it came down to Matt DeAndrea, and I've apologized to Matt, and I don't think there's any hard feelings because now I've edited some of his podcasts. But we try to, you know, make it unique. And that's what we've always tried to do. And we got to a point where we were just doing a lot of interviews and it was the same old stuff. And my feeling is I'd like to keep it more Derek and I's opinion. You listen to it, this for Derek and I and our, our opinions and our thoughts, because 
between, you know, between the two of us, there's a lot of years of automotive experience and we overlap, but we don't overlap a lot. So we're going to be, we'll still do interviews unless you say, Hey, we just want another interview show, but everybody does interviews and no driving gloves wants to be a little bit different. We don't do car reviews. I said that a few weeks ago. I mean, we're in Alabama, even though Toyota, Mazda, Hyundai, Honda all have plants here, here in Alabama for me. And you're Tennessee, Kentucky, and you've got Nissan. Um, and I can't think of who else is in Chevrolet, uh, Tennessee, Ford. <laughs> oh, they get that Corvette plant up in Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. That, some <laughs> so, some sports car. Yeah, that's no, built nobody, up wa- here. nobody wants to send us cars. I mean, we'll go to the we'll go we'll go right there to the factory and pick them up. You don't even have to ship them to California and ship them back to us. But we don't do car reviews. We don't want to do interviews. We want to tell you, find these little niches in automotive information and get it out to you. I've got a topic I'm assembling that goes against what everybody in the mainstream media is saying. And I don't know why they're saying it, because if you, I mean, with a quick Google search, all their opinions are disputed and proven wrong in the first five results. And those aren't first five non-paid results. So it's just trying to keep no driving gloves a little bit more interesting and different. Um, it is a crowded podcast landscape out there. I was going somewhere. So there's there's kind of John's feeling on interviews. Uh, Derek definitely wants your opinion on that. And I think, like you said, John, some certain interviews might make it on the show just because of relevance to a topic. And it, it might not be. I think look at it more in an aspect of. Maybe we won't do interview shows. But I think maybe we need to, and and we'd love to hear from the listeners about this, but more than just a typical interview show, I think John and I both would maybe like to think of it more as a special guest episode where they're actually more involved in the conversation that No Driving Gloves usually has, and we might throw some interview questions at them as a special guest. You know, a a big name in the automotive world comes on as a special guest. Not that, hey, we want to have you on and interview you, but rather we want to have you on as a special guest involved in the conversation. And yeah, if you've got uh, something going on or, you know, there's some reason to ask you a couple questions that are kind of interviewee, We might do that, but I think there would be a topic that isn't just that person and an interview of them. Well, the perfect example of that goes back to an episode we just released, episode 305, and I named it, It's Time to Embrace All, a.k.a. Be Like Jay. We We could reach out to Jay Leno. Both Derek and I have connections to get to Leno, whether or not he would decide to give us the 
30 minutes or an hour of his time, that's another story. But we could get to the guy or we could get to the people to get the question asked. Hey, Jay, would you like to come on No Driving Gloves and be interviewed? I don't want to have Jay on here to be interviewed. I don't think you want us to have Jay on here to be interviewed. Oh, it'd be cool. It'd look really great for a show name. You know, No Driving Gloves, Jay Leno. But we talked about it a little bit in that episode. If I had Jay on here, I want to talk to him about that episode. I want his feelings on, you know, trying not to be, you know, trying to be politically correct, but a little bit of that gloves off approach. I want Jay's honest feelings on how he feels the clubs are structured and how they can actually keep the youth out. And are we wrong or what's his feeling on that, where it's going to be directed to a topic Jay Leno is a topic in himself, but we've all read the book. We've all heard the story. So that to me, that's kind of an that's kind of how we would like to pursue interviews. And if you know a guest that would be great for us to have, let us know and we can work on having them on the show. Um, I'm trying to think we had. um I can't think of who I want to, but we, we've done our guests to talk about whatever, you know, whatever. And, oh, you know, who are you and do the same old rigmarole. But no, it's got, we want to have purpose. We're trying to build a little bit of purpose to the shows. And that's why we're kind of asking you guys and gals, what do you want to hear? What do you want our opinions on? What do you want us to discuss? What, if you have a question or you have a topic and you say, hey, we'd love to hear you and Derek talk on this, but could you throw in this General Motors designer or could you throw in this person from Rivian or we can reach out and try to get that show put together. Um, Obviously, we're not Farah, we're not D'Andrea, you know, we don't have the pull that Ferriston has, but we have a little bit of pull or we have a little bit of knowledge and we, you know, I'm not afraid to knock on anybody's door because you know what, right now, if I, my answer from Jerry Seinfeld about an interview is no, but if I send him an email tomorrow, you know, there could be a maybe or a yes. A lot of no's are just not a no. It's just not now. There has to be a a reason. So I'm not not afraid to reach out. But that's that's focusing on interviews and, and topics. You know, I like my sports cars. I like my modern stuff. I like my EVs. Derek likes damn near everything. You know, his, you know, 1900. Baker Electric, his you know, nineteen nineteen Chevrolet, his Model T, his eighteen eighty six uh, Daimler. Why am I forgetting the name of it? Right, Wagen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's my nineteen sixty one Ford we, we, Falcon. I mean, come on, I, I yeah, I'm all over the place, yeah. people. Oh, oh, that that Mustang you've got there, right? Uh, 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 yeah, four door Mustang. The, the, uh, mine's a two door. Mine is a two door. 
I do not have a four door. But my dad and I also have a Mustang, so it's you know I we got the Falcon and a Mustang, so. I think everybody's got a Mustang. My dad's got one stuck somewhere. So, yeah, I mean, it's, again, and I liked something that I really liked part of what John, I liked all of what John just said, but part of it really stuck out. That's what I'm trying to say here, which is, and and I think as, I hate saying it, but as I've gotten older, I'm sure as John has gracefully aged, I'll be polite and say it that way, John. I just become more distinguished. There you go. Yes. We're, we're distinguished gentlemen. I think I've realized that, you know, I've, I've worked really hard in the career to get where I am to have the knowledge base I have in this field. But I also, you know, I'm, there, there needs to be a purpose to it. And, you know, John talked about that, you know, having a, a purpose for not only ourselves, but the show and what we're doing. And to me, that is at least my kind of what I'm developing in my mind and where I am right now in life is you know, a big part of my purpose is, and the reason I went into the museum field is to save our industrial heritage and a a primary focus of that being transportation history and heritage and being able to have a podcast where we can discuss topics from that realm and talk to various people in that realm and understand the past, present, and future of what is going on and be able to share it with an audience, no matter how big that gets or how small it gets or whatever, that to me is a purpose because it's just like you know the idea of wildlife conservation and you know, all the different things that we talk about. It's it's part of preserving, conserving the heritage of this world and what humans have been able to do over the time that we have existed and that we will exist. I totally agree with you, Derek. I mean we both have things we're developing. Um, time is not right to discuss some of the stuff that's going on with me or uh, whatever you've got on your back burner. I know as we get older, things change. Um, it's, you know, it's a real interesting thing in my life occurred a few weeks ago. And a lot of people have always said, did I miss barbers? Do I regret leaving, et cetera? Well, the Barber Vintage Motorsports Museum shut down their restoration department a few weeks ago. And I've reached out to George Barber to see if he would 
want to comment on, you know, what the direction of the museum is and what he's foreseeing. He's getting up there and it's getting time to turn control over to a board of directors and things. And to kind of, you know, what was his original goal? Did he achieve it? And I never heard back from him. And I've been real quiet about saying that. But no, I guess at this point, I think I made the right decision four years ago when I decided to step back from the Barber Museum and pursue my own thing. And of course, COVID kind of really shot that business in the foot. And I've been struggling with the podcast stuff since. And but staying in touch with the cars and trying to get back out there and some of that stuff we'll talk about next year as we get into the what's coming up. But a couple things that I've noticed recently about me and to critique me, and that's something we want from the listeners also. What do I do that annoys you? What does Derek do that annoys you? Or what does Derek do that is great and we need more of it? But when I interviewed Matt and DeAndrea, I knew a lot about Matt. I research our guests. Matt said that to me and a couple of our guests. Man, you know more about me than I know. Uh, but the problem I had with Matt is I asked him questions that I knew the answer to. And when he didn't give me the answer that I wanted, I would tell him what the answer was. Or I would preface the question and set it up so that the answer was there. And I feel horrible about that. No, I, you know, I could have done the whole show without wasting an hour of his time. And that drives me, drives me nuts that I did that to him. And I was editing last week's episode of No Driving Gloves, and I know exactly what happened. Derek had said something to me, and I go off on these tangents and get focused. So I was doing all this online research, and Derek talked. You know, like Derek does for hours and hours and hours, more like two and a half minutes, and had very, very great points that I should have built on. But no, I was focused on something else. And I need to work better on paying attention to the person on the screen. And when I'm doing the cigar podcast, I'm a producer there. I interject occasionally into the the podcast, but I'm not part of the conversation. So I'm able to do this background stuff and do the research or set up scenes or screen sharing without affecting what's going on. With this podcast, I'm the producer and a co-host and I get lost and I get focused on. And it was a section where we were talking about the three cars that potentially would have had touchscreens. And I went and researched that while Derek had this brilliant statement while I was mentally away. And when I came back, I basically reversed the podcast two and a half minutes earlier, ignoring everything he said. So this is an apology to Derek that I know I do that quite often. And I see it a lot of my editing and I really regret it. And for some reason, this last edit, it just really stuck out. And I'm going, man, I feel like such an ass. And I'm sorry, but um, I got to work on that. So that's an apology to you, Derek. And that's an apology to the listeners, because Derek did a nice setup for a lot of discussion points that John ignored. 
You know, and, and you can edit this out of the podcast if you want, John, but that just kind of brought something to the top of my mind, has nothing to do with automotive, but I'm, for those who don't know me in my museum life, you, you hear me talk about it here, but you know, I'm, I'm, I've been director of collections. I've, I've run collections departments at museums. So leadership is very important to me. And I recently heard something that really made me have to take pause. And it, it, it has to do with what you just said, John. And it was a talk about active listening and how important active listening is in any situation, even for this podcast, right? We need to actively listen to each other to have these conversations, our guests, our listeners, whoever we're engaging with. And this person takes out a quarter, a dime, and a penny, okay? And they were like, all right, I've got a quarter and a dime and a penny here. I said, okay. So this represents, these these represent three young men. Okay, great. Okay, these three young men are, you know, there's a quarter, a dime, and a nickel. Okay. So Ben's mom has three boys. Quentin. Dylan, and what's the third one's name? Are you waiting for me to answer? Yeah, kind of. (laughs) I don't know. That's where active listening is so important. Let me say it again. Ben's mom has three kids. Quentin, Dylan, and what's the third one's name? Ben. Exactly. Well, see, you were, you brought, I, 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 I'll be It's honest, okay. I it took me, it took me, life. it took me to the third time to get it. You got it on the second time. It took me to the third time. Well, and I wasn't quite, you know, I was waiting for your story to end. I didn't realize I was going to get a question at the end. But you're right. That's that's part of the act of listening exercise. I, in my life, have this problem and it drives people nuts. And if you listen to on this day, hell, if you listen to this podcast, sometimes I don't read words. I read a first letter and a last letter and my brain fills in what's in between. Sometimes it's the right word. Sometimes it's the wrong word. And it, uh, like I said, it drives my girlfriend crazy because a lot of times I'm using the wrong word or I'm reading the wrong word because I'm, I'm too much in a hurry to get on with the next thing. And I've got to learn to slow down. But like I say, these are faults that I've discovered this year. And it's one thing that you get when you, you podcast and when you edit. I should really send some of these shows to Derek to edit because I know he's got hours a week. He just sits there and goes, boy, I wish I could do something. Twiddling my thumbs. <laughs> yes. But when I edit the podcasts, I see and you know I learn a lot about myself and a lot about my listening and my pronunciation stinks, especially when it comes to trying to produ- pronunciate. <laughs> 
especially when I'm trying to pronounce foreign words, German, Italian, English, it, I, I lack there. And part of it is, again, I listen to the, I see the first letter and the last letter. And in a conversation, I hear the first word and the last word, except in Derek's example there, because the first word was the answer. <laughs> but uh, it's just, it's just weird. And that's why I want, I, we need feedback. We want to make this podcast better for you. And if we're not recognizing this stuff, and this is you know really a self-evaluation episode. I know there's not a lot of cars in it, but this is we want we want the feedback to become better podcasters, better teachers for you. Uh, teachers in schools get evaluations and have people come in and sit in in their classrooms to evaluate them. We want you to do this. I'm thinking of submitting a couple of our shows to a gentleman named Dave Jackson who has a podcast called the Podcast Rodeo Show. And people submit a podcast to him, and I think he charges 20 or 25 bucks. And he and three other podcast experts listen to it and tear it to pieces. And a lot of people don't like what they say. And a lot of people ask them to take those podcasts down about their shows. And it's just a, it's a kind of cold, harsh reality. But to get off of that topic, unless there's more on that one you want to go, Derek, I've got, you know, I'm going to kind of change directions here. No, I was going to say we kind of changed direction and went off what we originally talked about because we were in, in the beginning, you mentioned talking about some of the goals we didn't achieve this year. And now we're off on some other path. <laughs> well, I talked about the goals we didn't achieve and the things that we learned about ourselves that are critiqued. Uh one of the things I switched with the podcast a year ago and I question, uh, and the episode, uh, be like Jay kind of brought back to the forefront and I haven't even talked to Derek, but give us some feedback. Was the show better when it was live streamed? I mean, right now we record on Sunday mornings too bad. I mean, if we want to live stream it Sunday mornings, would it be better? to live stream. It's going to be a different show. I don't know if it's something I want to release. I don't know if it'll be behind a paywall or not, but I miss some of the listener interaction. I mean, we get a few emails and things like that, but we had a lot more listener interaction when they were sitting there at their keyboard and participating in the discussion. And I don't know. I think Derek enjoyed it as much as I did. We just backed away from it because the quality of the podcast for the actual listeners in the future after the recording suffered and suffered horribly. Um, our numbers are up tremendously from last year, uh, even without the little experiment that we've been doing with uh, on this day. So, that's just, you know, one of the things that I want to know, should we, should we live stream again? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll back John up on that. I, I, I would love to know what people think as well. It definitely had a, a different feel when we were live streaming. 
you know, we had the listener comments coming in and we could read through them. We could, you know, actually read the comments out loud. So everybody heard them and, you know, there was a, a flow that we had going then. And not that we don't have a flow now, not that we're not putting out a a good podcast, but you know, how do people feel about it? Do you know, like John said, and I've alluded to, there's a lot of things that John and I both want to do with the podcast and individually starting next year. And we want to sort out what our listeners want as well so that we don't do something that you all don't want to have us do or that will you know make you stop listening to the show. We want to put out a quality show. We want you engaged. We want you part of the No Driving Gloves family. And this is an opportunity to help us develop that. So, you know, who knows? Maybe, you know, we've we've teased around a couple of things. We've talked behind the scenes, you know, there for a while we joked about no driving gloves after dark, uh, which you know was gonna be a a maybe more non-family friendly live stream where we had, you know, some drinks, some cigars, and and had a good conversation and had some fun. So who knows what's coming up. And again, no driving gloves after dark. And again, no driving gloves after dark could happen. And maybe it doesn't hit the main podcast feed. Maybe it is something we do at night and we just live stream it to Facebook. And when we're done, it goes away. Uh, just, you know, just have fun. And, you know, part of no driving gloves is guys sitting around talking about cars and, the bigger the group, the the better. Guys and gals. And I also, uh, pardon? Guys and gals. The ladies are welcome. Guys. Peoples. People sitting around talking cars. Uh, but as we're sitting here talking again, I'm going, boy, are we being rude? Because we do have some listeners who are heavily engaged and communicate with us on a daily basis almost and we don't want to discount them either i mean they they are active and we were so grateful for that people we didn't know were ironically people we didn't know who knew people that we knew (laughs) long story but jason knows what i'm talking about Uh, um it's just this is an odd episode to put out. This is a lot of Derek and I planning for next year, but we're going to do what we want, but we want to make sure what we want to do is kind of what you want to hear. Um, you know, we're going to take some of it. We're going to take the good. We're going to take the bad, you know, it's whatever the facts of life thing is, but this is a choppy episode. It's a. Uh, it's tough to. It's tough for me to ask for help, but we want your help. We want this podcast to go forward. We've had some really interesting things. I forgot to tell Derek about one of them, and I'm going to mention it to him after the show because I don't want to put it out here. Uh, but I had a really interesting uh, company approach me. 
but it's uh it's something that's happening it's something that's going on uh i don't know how much more stammering and murmuring and ums and ahs because i'm not going to take them all out of this episode but there anything else you want to go through derek or i'm going to go ahead and probably we should wrap this one up and see what kind of listener feedback we get it's really an odd episode especially here a week before christmas and i'm trying to put something together for our episode that comes out on the 26th and i'm hoping i can get somebody to work with us on that one but we'll see if not you're gonna hear probably john complain about something nice where are you at Derek? uh i'm in my house uh, recording a podcast with you, John. And uh, I think I've said, all... I, I don't pay attention. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the same backdrop that's always behind me is behind me. Uh, no, I think I've said everything. I've spoken my piece, John. Uh, I've, I've, I've said everything that I wanted to get out for the end of the year. Well, with that, I mean, there's probably one more episode after this for 2023 from Derek and I. We didn't do a Festivus episode this year. Didn't want to have a episode of us complaining again. A couple people said we complain too much. You know, now we just only constructively criticize. But please reach out to us, nodrivinggloves.com. There should be contact information there. If not, email us, producer at nodrivinggloves.com. And I'll share every email with Derek that we get to discuss this and to help put a better show together and the topics that you want to hear, the people that you want to hear, uh, or the places we should be. We've, we've threatened every year for six years to get out and get out and get out. And this is the year I promise I'm going to start getting out and bringing no driving gloves to you. I have spent some money on some additional equipment to be a little bit more portable. Uh, and I've actually even, no, that's going to be a surprise. You're getting off topic, John. Wrap it up. Well, that's this whole thing is we're all off topic. Okay, I'm 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 pretty much concluded. Anything else for you, Derek? Or I'm done. Okay, then I'm just going to go ahead and say, let's get off our ass, go burn some gas, because John is out. This show was a part of the No Driving Gloves Network, produced and edited by John Viviani of Magic City Podcast, with voice work by Gary Conger. So until the next exit...